exhibit Everything Hitman Lee he says like it sounds like something uh, an old person would think that Will Smith says like twenty right. years ago. Like, <laughs> What's that song here? Do you like getting jippy with it? Like, <laughs> getting think, genie with yeah, it. That, that's a better song. Oh, if he plays sure. getting genie with See, it. I think the the big dark secret is that Will Smith is a Oh yeah! Don't tell anyone. Say, do you think that Heath? It's that's his how his brain thinks of Will Smith. Sure. Where he's like, "What was that song I did?" Oh yeah, getting jibby with it. Like, Dude, and I, I don't even know what Will Smith. Will Smith thinks it like Sumerian at this point. He is so <laughs> rich. Like he's thinking in dead languages, like ancient scripts. He's, I, I, he's so strange, man. His the last cur- decade of his career has been truly odd. He has like I, a talk show with like him and Jada Pinkett Smith, where they have like guests on, and they just talk about how their marriage fell apart. That's straight up a series. It's like I saw ads on Facebook and they were just like, yeah, we just like uh, our marriage fell apart. And then we said, like, what can we do to fix this? And we sat down and said, I don't want to be married to you anymore. And this is like, (laughs) holy shit, season of this. And they just have guests on to talk to them. They're like, and then we said, you know what? Let's split up figure out if we want to do this. And I'm like, so this is the mindset he's in. He's not in like fun sure. Independence Day. Welcome to earth. Will <laughs> right. Smith. This is the, like, I'm an adult. I've watched my marriage fall apart and I've built it up from the ground. I don't care about being genie, but I, <laughs> I, yeah. I guess what else do I do? I need to have a movie yeah. career still. Cause I don't do anything he, else. He should take a page from Seinfeld with uh, the marriage ref. That's there a, we go. the marriage rev reboot starring starring Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. <laughs> what what a what an misadventure. Mm, Get, sorry, do you remember man. when he did that? It was a show on TBS. No. I, I I need a an unfeeling billionaire to tell me what's wrong with my marriage. Uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld did this show called The Marriage Ref where he would take like struggling couples, I guess, and and like look at their day to day life fights yeah. oh, God. And, and referee. Their, and now John uh, Taffer arguments. does that. That's yeah. the only man I want. I don't know who that is. The Taff- bar rescue. The bar rescue. You've the said another thing I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a great show. It's the same show every time. Yeah. And it's an incredible show. Oh, what, you you don't know Salon Redo? There's a million of this. You can show. keep saying more things. <laughs> like every somehow you've everything you've said, I understood it's, less. So the show is just like your your business is failing. I come in and scream at you for ninety minutes, or forty five minutes, and then, oh, then we see. all fix mm-hmm. it and together. And a million shows do this, but uh, now he's like, your marriage is falling apart. I'm gonna come in and scream at you. There's cool. a point where he just says to a woman like, you ever think you're just a bad wife? <gasps> and I'm like, oh, this this is the guy That's I want. Television. That sounds great. Your business is failing. I'm running for office. That's the next. Step. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be president. <laughs> John Taffer sure. will run for office. Uh, and you know, I, I will probably vote for him. <laughs> I'm very stupid. He will not run very fast. He's a very, <laughs> he's a very melty man. Run. No, he said for him, not from him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will run. All right, right, right. Just kidding. He's a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he is. That's because that's that's usually the underlying thing. Like like a psycho conservative, like 100. Oh, percent no, I know. I like saw him always... on like MSNBC or, or Fox Business or something. Be like, uh, you know, only one man I'm going to vote for the business candidate, Trump. He's a Trump supporter, yeah, so cool. I mean, we're not surprised. He's, well, he's a, a businessman. He's that's a rich that's man. how government works. <laughs> yeah. <A> business candidate. Ugly. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's like it's like hiring a uh, like a fisherman to guide you through the desert. <laughs> But he was also like a bad fisherman, you know. Of the <laughs> desert, there's this movie, yeah, Aladdin. The, what did you it think? Starts on a boat. <laughs> it does start, start on, on a boat. boat. Sure. Like, I, I would ask that you allow me to control where, when the show begins, <laughs> when okay. the riffing ends. I'll I don't know how many episodes of this you've listened to, but Tim hates when any of us do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for all it's of them. Like I have and problems I, with control. God forbid <laughs> I say welcome to reasonable beef. He like, no, it's okay. You can welcome them. After I do. A copyright. It's like a second. Sure. I'm always second. Mm, Hell of a motivation. Anyway. We saw Aladdin. We did. The remake. Just came out this year. Guy Ritchie. 
directed it and Will did Smith he though <laughs> did he direct <laughs> it <laughs> guy Ritchie was there guy I'm Ritchie sure. put the camera on a tripod <laughs> so like yeah let's just figure this out no i don't know i'm being mean yes okay so this is the new aladdin remake uh the longest in a, or the latest in a long line of these disney remakes and the that longest they've been doing. Yeah, i think it, it might just be two hours and six um, minutes or where, where are we at with these at this point i think it's six this is six deep we got, got cinderella cinderella beauty and the beast beauty and the beast the the jungle book uh-huh. Um, I guess Lion King's down the pipeline. We don't want to count that Lion one. King. Some people count Maleficent. I don't know if I would. Huh. Snow White and the Huntsman. That's like a whole different. Thing. A whole that's, different. Thing. That's a different yeah. thing. I that, think. Yeah, based on the yeah, fairy tale. And I, I mean that, but that's a fair point to make here. Where I, this is really about them reasserting control over these fairy tales again, right? right? Like when you when you really think about it, it's like, hey, here's our vision once more. Here's our version of the story once more to reestablish it as the version of right. record. You know what I mean? Like, we're gonna who, adapt, who knows Alibaba and the Forty Thieves? We're gonna go back and adapt our classic yeah. tales. These, I hear they're like fighting now, lobbying against like public domain laws because you know, like at a certain point, everything becomes public domain. Yeah, so, they, like, does they, Steamboat they, Willie become public domain? This has so been like, the last hundred years is them doing this, is, yeah, just, just like pushing the the um, right the the line further of. I think it's like 140 years after the death of the creator at this we, point, I don't know, which is like a ridiculous about. amount of time for, I think the, the, the concept is like to stop something from entering public domain. There has to, the original creator has to pass away and then a certain amount of time has to pass. And I think that they've just been slowly pushing it. I think initially it was something like 20 years in the early 1900s no or something We've like that. We've looked this up before. We've done yeah. it on microphone mic before and I don't remember any of it. And it's, it's a, it's an interesting conversation to have where it's literally like a, a corporation taking what, what is essentially culture, right? And repackaging it as their own thing. I, I don't know. I guess that's every movie. And it's like all of their properties that they got money for is started from public domain stuff. So like right. they, they, they got all this money and they're just pulling the ladder up. So like, no, right. you can't use any of this public domain right. stuff, which is how we got as big as we did. But yeah. yeah, fuck all of you for even trying. Right. But to their credit, the stories themselves are... are echoes of the original stories yes right they're typically the original radically Grimm's fairy tale aristocrats right cats <laughs> is a, just a, a, such a more uh, scary was that story. A, was there a, <laughs> no tim <laughs> the aristocats i don't know <laughs> the yeah. original pete's dragon <laughs> actually that one kind of home on the range oh, yeah home home on the barn <laughs> the Gr- brothers Grimm presents barnyard <laughs> Um, oh, that no, that was yeah, the Barnyard's Disney. The other that, that was the Nickelodeon knockoff. Yeah, right. Oof. Yeah, when you're knocking off Home on the Range, right. yeah. oh boy. You know they were gonna make an Atlantis ride at one point. Like <gasps> they were like, Atlantis is gonna be our next big thing. Uh-huh. We're gonna make the subs at Disneyland into uh, Atlantis themed. Then it bombed. They're like, well, yeah, I guess we can't do that. Sure. That's crazy too, because Atlantis is like so beloved. Now, like, I, feel, I think after the fact, at the time we got older. What's that? I love Atlantis. I mean, I feel like every time I talk to like, you know, the, the our age yeah. people about Atlantis, every time it comes up, people are like, oh, I love that movie. I've never seen it, but it looks good. You should see it. It's fun. I'll be down. Michael J. Fox. It's one of those ones I think it just really did poorly, and it was the beginning of the end for the uh, the animated renaissance. Yeah, the 2D. the F end of that. Yeah. Um, it's also st- uh, ripped off from an anime, interestingly. Oh. But, uh, whatever. What do you mean? It's a, There's this an anime called Nadia of the Blue Water. That is like beat for beat Atlantis, even in like character Atlantis. design. Uh, we cannot say Atlantis today. No. Um, whatever. Besides the point. So anyway, we saw the stupid ass Aladdin. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's got 58 on Rot- Rotten Tomatoes. It's directed yeah. by Guy Ritchie. Uh-huh. And it is starring a guy by the name of Will Smith, uh, Mena Masood, Naomi Scott, and Marwan 
Panzari. I wish that in the opening credits, when, it's, when all like the things <laughs> are coming up and it's like written by John August, and I wish it said like directed, comma reluctantly, yeah, by <laughs> by Guy Ritchie. This is so like, out of character for him too. Just when you look at his um, filmography, this is the era of, I guess. 90s 2000s directors guys just doing movies non-stop because shane black is following a very similar career trajectory where like they don't work for a while guy Ritchie did like four movies before um the robin hood one we just that just came out like two years ago oh, he did that one yeah or are you thinking of the king arthur one? no he did the he did robin hood Whoa. it was guy Ritchie's robin hood, did he also like do four robin hoods that year fuck um he's weird to me he is a very strange so okay so his filmography just from the top uh, the Hard Case, which I never saw. Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, which is arguably his breakout. Mm. Um, Snatch, Star, Swept Away, Revolver, Rock and Roll, Sherlock Holmes, and then Game of Shadows. Right? Right. So that's pretty much where I stopped watching Guy Ritchie movies. I think Sherlock Holmes is his best movie. Right. I enjoy Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I um, love Sherlock Holmes. And then A Man from Uncle. And I am. Thinking, I do like The Man from Uncle. I am thinking of King Arthur. <laughs> who did oh, the, I was right. Yeah, who did the... Um, Dude, I don't know. The Robin Hood from last year. That was also someone. It wasn't like Russell Crowe. You think of the one with Taron? What's his name? Jamie Fox one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oof. I don't know who did that. Whatever. This is an. I'm giving show. him a hard time. I think it was very clear that there were sequences that he was in because you could feel the joy in the movie shift. You could feel when he was like, "All right, hell yeah!" This is like when we sat down and they showed me the storyboards. This is like why I wanted to do this movie, and it was the it was like the friend like me sequence seemed like he was just having a blast. Oh yeah. The the whole new world even sequence. Like I felt like as soon as I started moving and doing stuff, I was like, "Okay, cool. This is like." Where was all this in the trailer also? I kind of felt like, cause I remember, I feel like every promotional material for this was like, I remember the teaser came out and everybody was like, oh yeah, that was, f- uh, thanks for getting rid of all the color yeah. in mm-hmm. Aladdin. But then like in this movie, I didn't feel that way at all. I was oh, like, right. oh, it's a very like pretty vibrant movie. Cause I think that when initial, it was doing it, that initial trailer was in the cave of wonders, which was a very weird sequence in this because they really did just bleed out a lot of the color in what is notably one of the, uh, um, Let's just say it most delicious animated sequences of all time. You know, all of those gems you eat look those rubies, so man. yummy mm. in that original movie. You know why it is though, Tim? It's because we're stupid kids, and when we saw that, and Abu licks his lips when he looks at the ruby, yeah. and our stupid brains went, "Oh, it's Food. like a fucking candy." <laughs> like it, it was <laughs> not. A, thick, that's my voice as a child as well. <laughs> it's the inner monologue. Yeah. I mean, it's still way more colorful than like the new Lion King movie looks. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. It looks way more drab and like yeah. lifeless. Like this one, I don't know. I, yeah. It still was like having fun with the concept. Like I, I was shocked to see that guy Ritchie co-wrote this. Like right. he, I didn't think, I thought he was just like eh, hired gun. Like I need some work. I'll yeah, do right. this. Who cares? But I was like, is he actually like in this, in this? Like, is he, did he like pitch this to Disney or something? Like, can maybe. we do that? I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, I'm then. always dubious I I to screenwriting credits mm. written by in these kind of movies and these Disney movies, which are very much like their flagship thing. Mm-hmm. This, there's no way this wasn't written by committee. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. In notes guys. wise. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I'm sure that he was like, that's probably how he got the credit was being like, okay, we have to like, this doesn't work for me here. We have to like, Diago has to be big. Okay. All right, guy, <laughs> you wrote the movie. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But whatever. Down. Can we talk about Will Smith in this? Oh, yeah, sure. Oof, I guess that's, is, that's a good place to really open the conversation. I mean, I, Everybody in this cast, except Will Smith, I think did a great job. They're all like, they were all, (laughs) I'm going to go out there and say, I think they all were trying their hardest. They, they're both mostly like unknowns. I I didn't know who most of them were. I think they were all tried their best. They like had their first big shot. Uh, 
I, I liked everybody in this. But I, then Will Smith, I thought, was like, he was just like phoning it in from the beginning. He As he has for the last decade. Yeah, He's had so. the weirdest <laughs> career since, I, I guess since like seven pounds. He hasn't mm. been in a good movie. Mm. Well, you're saying since Bright he, wasn't good? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> since he was seven pounds. He had, yes, exactly. Um, I, I think just, it's maybe not good movie is a little bit too black of a term. He hasn't been in like an even Will Smith the the classic blockbuster Will Smith uh, movie star that we know he hasn't been that in some time. It's because he's a YouTuber now. Yeah, is that so? I mean, well, he has like an Instagram. Yeah, he's like a they, huge like, presence online. It's crazy. Mm, it's very bizarre. I uh, also the smartest thing he's ever fucking done. I think. I mean, at least in the last, as you're talking about this weird stale decade that we're like perceiving them. I'm sure he's been investing in fucking you know grass or something and when he's like making a billion <laughs> dollars grass. yeah he's in that he's in the big grass business i'll say he gave a better performance in his facebook uh bungee jump video than this <laughs> this was definitely him saying like i i don't want to do this I'm it's just-, just weird because i don't even i don't feel like anyone in the movie i do feel like everybody was trying and i think will smith included was trying but i think everyone for some reason and whether it's the direction whether it was the sterile you know, green screeny studio element of it. I know that they built all those cool palace sets and stuff, but everyone felt uncomfortable. And I, to be honest, I feel like actually where that, where everyone didn't seem uncomfortable, where I was like, Oh, here's the spark. Like I could see how, if you were like screen testing everybody together, this would be the stuff that would work was like when Aladdin and Genie come into the palace and he's like saying, Oh, we have all these gifts and stuff like him and Genie's chemistry there. I was like, did they shoot this last? You're right. Cause like, this is, they're very comfortable with each other. It was very funny. I thought, I thought a, a, the guy playing Aladdin was like funny there. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was very effortless. And I'm like, Oh, has it just been because this whole movie so far, he's had a monkey on his shoulder. That's been like, but not I guess really not really. Cause he was with, he was with Jasmine for, a, I just, I don't know. I felt like there was a lot of, it was just uncomfortable. I felt, mm-hmm. I felt the Broadway vibe a little bit where it's like, there's something very big and untrue about a lot of people's stuff. I think Jasmine did a really good well, job. When you, I guess when you think about it, he spends a lot of the movie not talking to anybody. He either talks to big genie Will Smith, who is not right. really there, or the monkey who is But also I think Will really Smith there. was like there. Sure. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I can't make that call, but I didn't feel like Aladdin was doing... I feel like the guy that plays Aladdin is very hot. Oh, yes. Um, He's a great dancer, like a phenomenal a dancer. dancer. That was very shocking. An excellent singing voice. My man cannot act. Oh, I <laughs> My thought man, he was very charming. I don't really? know. Are you serious? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I cannot believe this performance that this guy was turning in. Oh. I, I was, it, it was notably distracting how little choices he is making in this character. I, I felt like, like everything he said was a line read a hundred percent of the time, almost every single time. And likewise with Will Smith, I felt like if you really watch Will Smith in this movie, watch his eyes, his eyes are doing nothing. He's not like, <laughs> like he's not reacting. His eyebrows aren't like furrowing at any time. Even when he's delivering, like you didn't even listen to the song. He's not reacting to it. It, it just seems so like strange. That might be a genie stilted. thing. Though. That might be like a CGI thing though. Yeah, I guess. But like how much are, I, I don't want to give it, <laughs> so if the effects get in the way of the performance, I don't want to give that as a pass to the movie or a pass to, I guess, so, I guess yeah. to the actor, I, I should give it for Will Smith. Um, I, I don't know what they were dealing with on set. I don't know what it this looked like behind the scenes, but man, this just felt so fucking weird. It's had such like a strange tone to it throughout yeah. the entire thing. Um, as far as just like lack of motion, like you were saying earlier about how the sets, like once, once they're in a set, they just feel very locked in place. They don't do too yeah. much moving. Yeah. It was very boring. Like even, 
It's so interesting. Unless the camera was like really zooming around and doing the crazy stuff and like friend like me, I, 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 it felt like it was bored with itself the Mm -hmm. way it was shot. It was just very much like, I guess we'll, I guess we'll put it here. I think everything was green screen. So they didn't have like a choice to do. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. But again, even though when they were like in the palette, when it was clearly Mm -hmm. like they're in a real space, it felt very much like, I guess we'll just set the camera here and capture this. And like a whole new world felt like every time it cut to them on the carpet, I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. This is, you can tell that this was just them on the fake carpet and the green screen. And I don't feel like, I mean, obviously like, yes, movies are not real and they shoot them on green screens mm-hmm. and the flying carpet sequence wasn't in the sky, but it's a bummer when you really feel it, when you really mm-hmm. notice like oh, they were just very still. Cause I think, I think our eyes can tell the difference too, between like the camera moving and uh, uh, footage of people like static footage of people being moved right. across screen. You can kind of always feel that. And what? I felt it a bunch in this. I wonder how much is that is, is us tuned to the fact that we're watching something that's adapted from a cartoon and cartoons have a ton of motion just by, by nature of what they are. Yeah. So this, this to me, when I think of the story of Aladdin, it's very kinetic because of that's, that's just what the original animated movie has to be, to be an interesting cartoon. Right. So when, when I, I see things like, um, the genie not really being having the same manic energy, but they're still trying to write him like he's Robin Williams genie. It just has a weird cognitive dissonance to it. Like the whole thing seems to be splitting the difference between being its own thing, like a live action, um, Broadway ask take on it. Like, you know, when Lion King went to Broadway, they're like, okay, we're not going to do the fucking movie Lion King. We're going to do this whole other thing uh, with a whole different aesthetic. But even that, like every, in the Lion King on Broadway, they say the lines. There's right. like a lot of the, like almost, I wouldn't want to say all of it, but like fucking a lot of the dialogue in right, that but, show but the, is. But is, the is taste th- is so remarkably yeah. different. It, it's just not, it's not trying to be the animated thing. It is its own thing. It is still adapted. The script is still there, but like it, it very much feels like its own thing. This feels like it is caught in between those two worlds of trying the, even doing lines of Robin Williams, genie, like the infinite cosmic power, itty bitty live in space. Like yeah. he's doing the line. He's attempting to do that read, but he's just not hitting that the same energy. Isn't it weird how like, I don't know what, if I would prefer them I felt the same I way. I just want to rewrite the whole character. I just felt, do the whole thing no, over again. No, no, no. Bad casting. They shouldn't have cast Will Smith. I, I or if they were going to cast Will Smith, do it twenty years ago. Like right, this is not right. a point in his life when he even wants to be having this kind of energy for this kind of character. Like he, right. he clearly was talked into doing this, or is just like, yeah, sure, I'll do this. But I think like if he was like the rest of the cast, which I'll go back and say I did really like the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everybody else was like a lot younger. I don't know, a lot more eager to get a big role like this. Whereas mm-hmm. Will Smith has done a million movies like this. It right. doesn't, it's not, doesn't matter to him. It's just another like, eh, whatever is the yeah. movie I'm doing. Another thing I was like, I have never seen a movie where I thought like, wow, the VFX in this are going to age terribly. Mm. Like I'm watching this now and this doesn't look great. Like yeah. his face doesn't track on his it body. Appropriately. Like, the blue hue <laughs> to him just doesn't, ever look quite right we talked about how, like <laughs> it looks like they i know they did they animated his arms and body to move more than he was when he right. was doing it you can just tell like there's something about i don't know what i don't know what it is it's that weird human vibe thing it's like that's how we get the uncanny uncanny valley where you're just like i know how a person moves and i know what a person's i never would have thought about it but i know how a person's head moves when their arms are moving that way and that is that's not it and i wouldn't have you would never know that until you're like watching it be slightly bizarre 
And I felt like that a bunch with him. And mm-hmm. I do think that was like, you're right. They were trying, they were like, oh, fuck, this is not like, this doesn't have the same energy as this cartoon. But then just, I don't know. God, imagine what those VFX artists had. Like, they just given this performance of Will Smith. They're like, oh, I don't boy. know, just make, figure it out, make it yeah. work. And it's just I like, they just, he turns those, on the cartoons. Can we trace? Yeah. <laughs> I really liked, actually, I think they were very smart a bunch of times, especially in Friend Like Me. There were times where it's like, he sings and then he turns into like four other versions of himself, like doing the, qu- mm. the choir behind him. Like that that whole sequence felt very like, I felt like I was getting my money's worth. Yeah. Like I was like, yes, do the sequence, like be weird. Just go crazy, mm-hmm. big hand doing the puppet thing again. Like, I don't care if it's going to be a riff on the co- on the, the comic, I almost said, mm. on, the, <laughs> on the animation, but like just be big and crazy and weird. Like that's what, again, I liked them. I liked them flying in on the carpet. I thought all that I got excited. I forgot about the carpet, the movie, like when the carpet showed up, I was like, all right, that's a fucking thing in this. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till he flies. <laughs> <laughs> and they have new songs in this. There's like There's two new, new songs. songs. Oh, I do not like the new songs. They're not memorable. They, they are so like, so Jasmine has these two solos that are, are remarkably out of place. Uh, and I think feel titled like, I'm going to let go of it. Yeah. I think is how, oh. is that what they're release it? I believe it's called speechless is the other one. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very. And, and I, I'm getting very sick of this cynical corporate feminism where we're, we're going to write a song about how she's got this voice. Like, you know, I, I will not be silenced. I will not be told what to do. And then ultimately in the ending, she's put in the exact same spot, like thrown yeah. in stasis. And then as Dom said, like placed outside of the plot of the yeah. story so that the two men can speak. Like, right. so if you really want to, if you really give a shit, then you rewrite the end. You don't yeah. just say like, and then she stands up for herself and then gets naked and put in the glass box. I, right. I love when Jasmine was put in a bubble above the screenplay. Right. <laughs> that was my favorite part of this movie. It's just weird. I see now I, I, I understand. I see what you're saying. Cause I feel that I feel the, I don't know if cynical is the right word. I think what you mean is like, um, perhaps I mean cynical because clearly it's from a place of, they don't truly give a shit. They're no, but I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true that they don't give a shit. I think that they give a shit, but they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to, they don't know the way to give a shit. And I think that they try. And then I think that like, we're in that weird, you know, f- infinite circle that we talked about with like black Panther and stuff where they were like, they made it because they saw they were going to make money doing that they saw that if we do this sure. movie, there was like a direct, we're going to make a shitload of money. And also this cast is going to be, all black people and like it's set in Africa and we're like, but also we're going to make a shitload of money. Yeah. So it's like, they did the thing that we looked that was like, Oh, that's new. We haven't seen that in the, one of these big fucking movies before, but also there was like a good reason to it. And my point being like, I don't know what else we would want. Like, cause even if it comes off condescending, it's the Avengers like girl shot that everyone has pointed out as like bizarre in Endgame, where they're like, "Look, no, we have girls. They're here in this movie. Here now, mm-hmm. we forgot about them in the other ones, but now they're around. <laughs> they take a look. Yeah, now they can look at the, look at the horse. And then and in this, it feels like okay, we understand that like there needs to be if we're gonna go back and we're gonna do Beauty and the Beast again, we're gonna do Cinderella again, we're gonna do Mulan. Who like let's see, Mulan is probably even a, a weird one because it's Mulan was maybe being ahead of its time at the time. I feel like in a lot of ways, but point being, uh, I guess I'm saying like maybe the means don't matter if the end is actually successful. If like Jasmine in this movie becoming Sultan at the end and like having a big powerful song about, I'm not going to be silenced and arguably a thing that 
I don't think you or me sure. has like felt that way. So that they're like, we're not necessarily starting from a place where that song would like fucking grab us and be like, well, hell yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be silenced. Like as we talk into this microphone for an hour about, about a movie that Plus we didn't make. I'll call it Aladdin. It's not called. So like Aladdin has to be the one to right. be the main like guy who solves everything sure. at the end. But even so. still, it's like, could she have in any other movie situation? Could she have been, it's, it's Marion and Indiana Jones. Where it's like, she's yes, she's there and she's part of our team and she's helping, but like, yes, it's about Indiana Jones and like maybe a bad example to use Marion yeah. and Indiana Jones, the, the most she famous. Was, she statutory. was 11. <laughs> yeah. right. I, I find it fascinating if she was 11. <laughs> All right, George. Cool. All right, George. God damn, I can't wait. I, it's fucking hot out here. I cannot wait until we can do all this in my house. <laughs> George, that'll never happen. Right? <laughs> have, you, we, have you seen this, this controversy where they're, they're uh, it, it, this recent resurfaced like a, um, I guess just like a powwow between George Lucas, Lawrence Kasdan and Steven Spielberg, where they're talking about the character of Marion from Indiana Jones, who was a protege of Indiana Jones, like 10 or 15 years prior, they had an affair but the implication is that she's 14 years old when they <laughs> when they got when they got Lovely. together and their whole thing is they're talking and they're just like, yeah, I think there's really something interesting about how like if she's 17, that's boring. That's everyone's done that. If she's 15 now, that's interesting. Ugh. It's literally just like how Hollywood crazy. mask off. Oh, just yeah. like, <laughs> I have not seen that, uh, we but I totally like, believe we it. Consume <laughs> yes. women. Was it like Padme, like 14 in uh, yeah, something like that? Yeah. yeah. So, and then like a 10 year old. With yeah, Anakin, he's like, like 10. Yeah. No, no, that's. Doesn't surprise me about George Lucas. Well, yeah. bad boy. <laughs> He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. And then, the, boy. And then, and then boy. the space Jew says, "No, you can't have your mom back." <laughs> I don't know, George. We can't write that. Okay, he's like right, call a, him Waldo. He's, yeah. <laughs> don't. I he's a fly now. I think George Lucas has been to Galaxy's Edge yet. I don't know. Actually, I wonder what he'll think of it. There's oh, not enough space Jews. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Like what? And oh, bot two. And uh, what race are they? <laughs> God, yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. Has any <laughs> movie aged worse than Episode One? <laughs> race relations. Like, maybe maybe uh, not. I mean, a couple. <laughs> oh, I guess. Sorry. I guess. Birth, I song, sorry. Birth that's of a nation. Uh, birth of a nation. One. Uh, song jazz of singer. South. Song of the South. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. There are plenty of bad yeah. movies. <laughs> Point being, uh, any Star Wars movies aged worse? I mean. Uh, no, I don't think yeah. so. Yes, isn't it? We Star Wars is also a weird one. Like, how did it somehow like go backwards a little for a minute? Like for the prequel trilogy, I feel like there was like being cool and like Leia was a very cool like. Oh, that's like look, she's not just the damsel in distress in this movie. And like again, I'm not trying. Like, I'll give credit to the baby steps where we where they yes, happened. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to be like, oh yeah, the feminism in, yeah, in A New Hope was yeah. the top of the line or whatever. But very different. And then like you, nah, we don't do that anymore in the prequels. Right now, everyone. Well, I guess it's it's because it was a long time ago. Yeah, in a galaxy, the world was much more uh, much more segregated into. Uh, g weird pastiches of actual human races as alien races. Uh, we don't know anything. What do you, well, I think we, I, now we do, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I still, I know for a fact like I know Going nothing. back and, watch, <laughs> and watching the prequels, it is objectively weird how many just straight up, uh, uh, um, Jar Jar is a Jamaican guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. When the like just uh, like there's these nothing else yeah. are like just super racist Asian stereotypes. Yes. Just no, I'm sorry. I think you mean the. Um, oh, sorry. I don't know the trade. Oh, <laughs> oh what do they uh, what do they do? The, uh, the trade federation. Yeah, yes. God, I don't know the like board because like he he's like, what do we need more in Star Wars? Uh, like more Senate discussion. Yeah. Yes. Like oh Christ, yeah. who wants this in a movie? <laughs> but um. Going going back to Aladdin. Yes. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. We're, we didn't get. We didn't talk about Batu. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Tim told me you went. Oh, I did. I did go. Did you go? So did I. Oh, is this where we're drifting back in? Okay. Yeah, just fuck it, dude. Aladdin's gonna. Fine. Did, he, you guys, did you guys do Galaxy's Edge? I did do we Galaxy's did. Edge. Yeah. I think by the time this is out, it'll be open. Yeah. It's so open. I mean, they're, I know Tell tonight. How did you get in? Uh, my boyfriend works there. Oh, yeah. Uh, same. Oh, yeah. same. Nice. <laughs> cool. I think she she's there right now. They're doing a oh. they're doing like an opening ceremony, like a live stream. I, yeah, they might have been setting up like lights and stuff for that when I was there because it was Ooh. raining and they had bags over all the lights and everything. <gasps> so it was very exciting. I'll cut it's this cool. out. I know how crazy they are about. <laughs> I think it's okay. <laughs> we haven't like revealed somewhere. Oh. <laughs> uh, but so you guys did Galaxy's Edge, yeah, which is the Star Wars thing at Disneyland. Yes. Yeah. So first, give me, give me, what's the size of it compared to the other lands in the park? Uh, it is massive. I, I'm a big Disneyland fan, and I'm kind of baffled they even had all this land because I know they like it was the Thunder Mount, sorry, Big Thunder Mountain Ranch before, and like the uh-huh. petting zoo. And I, I read that you can only have a petting zoo in a property if there's like an acre of land for them, the uh-huh. animals to wander around. So. There's all this land that they've just been sitting on for years because I'm, I think they just didn't know what to do with it. Like they wanted to do Discovery Bay for a bit, but now they're finally like, oh, we got Star Wars. Fuck it. We're doing a whole land for this. And mm-hmm. you go in and it's bigger than you can even ever expect because like everywhere else at Disneyland is so cramped because yeah. they've, they've been trying to cram all this stuff in there for years. So, right. And it's and, all like 1950 size. Right. Yeah. They, they never expected to expand to the point that they were. So like now it's just everywhere you go is you're crammed next to other yeah. people. But here the like the walkways are super wide. There's like two different areas in galaxy's edge where like you walk in and it's in, you're like a forest area. And then there's, you go into like the black spire outpost, which is like a bazaar and there's like a city area, which looks really cool. Yeah. Anyway, Dom, what did you, what did you think? Of I it? felt the same way. I was like, this is a, there was own, a wooded area. There was a bazaar. <laughs> it's its own park. It's its own thing. And there's like, yeah, it's like you enter and then you're like, Oh, this is like first order territory. Like when you first go in the deeper into the park, you get, this is also <laughs> sure. Should we? And you can do anything you want to any of the stormtroopers, and they forget by the next day. Mm-hmm. It's ten thousand dollars a day. So this is where we'll say if you don't want to know anything about, maybe this should have gone oh, yeah, before sure. that. Yeah, yeah. Like for spoilers. anybody listening who like want is going to go and they want to, they don't want to know anything. Uh, Tim will tell you when. Sure. He's yeah. Gonna I'll, cu- I'll cut in. He's going to cut in on his desk microphone <laughs> the what time stamp to go say to. hey you we live in a weird world where a place you're i'm spoiling a place yeah. on earth yeah for you to visit and the ice cream was like it tasted like vanilla dude dude i don't <laughs> want this <blue. laughs> but also yeah so yeah you walk in it's fucking immediately gigantic there's kylo ren's ship is like right there and he hangs out hey. he's like around chokes a guy it's cool I, they don't have any aliens yet, though. I heard that was put on the like back burner. Oh, like they, people and aliens. The because they were supposed to have like aliens walking around and stuff. But uh, they do have stormtroopers <laughs> walking around yelling at you. I got yelled at once. Yeah, I got yelled at. They said, like, are you with the resistance or the first? Right. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Uh, <laughs> they also do this fun thing where if you're wearing anything, I think this is a thing they used to still, they used to do in the launch bay in Tomorrowland as well. Like when you would go in and like meet Star Wars characters and stuff, they would say if you wore like a droid hat or if you had like something, they would call you a droid. Mm. Like they would be like, wow, I've never heard a droid talk like that before or whatever. <laughs> and they still do that. Like I'm a man. 
Yeah! <laughs> Jesus, shoot it! <laughs> um, it's cool, man. I mean, like, the theming is fucking sick. You're, like, you're walking in. The First Order area is, like, very... Like there's like blaster holes and stuff in in all the walls, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like oh they've been like there's right, been like yeah. combat there, and then like the deeper in you get, it looks the more like natural and the more and the less like taken over and uh, imperialized. It's cool. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the ride? The ride was awesome. Okay, I, I you don't like it? Uh, well, I'm gonna get in the whole area. You you tell me why you like it, and then I'll here's why I'll I be, like it I'll, because I'll tear it apart. because a, a gigantic accident happened, and I truly felt like Forrest Gump, like just wandering through an important event in history because I somehow got to ride that thing three times mm. and I got to do all three of the positions in okay. it. Mm-hmm. And it was cause I mean, no, listen, to be fair, it was also cause it like broke down. So it wasn't, I didn't like do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, the ride stopped working and they said, Hey, you want to go on again? I said, yes. Hey, you want to <laughs> stumble through history? Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah, love to. Yeah. 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 I would love to do that. Um, I thought it was fun. I, 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 I like, I don't know. I think because I went in and the I was... The ride is the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, the ride is the Millennium Falcon. It's like a simulator. You're on a, excuse me, like a digital track in a sense where your forward motion is happening. You're like, you're going on to a destination you're going to go to, but you, like the pilots control like the up and down movement and the left and right movement. And then there's people who shoot gunners on the sides. And then there's engineers who like hit buttons to fix shit on the ship or like shut down a system that gets damaged or whatever. So there's just a lot of like, you're moving around, you're bouncing around. You actually are only looking out of the, the hull of the millennium Falcon. Like it's not like the screen is any bigger than what it would be if you were in the Falcon and you're getting you got to hit buttons and ship air blows on you. And you'd love to do both of those things. I just knew, I just went on and I was like, Oh, I, it is funny how I'm like, I don't know if this necessarily was made for me. Like, I think when I was told that it was a simulator and people controlled it, I was like, that's stupid. That's not going to work even one little bit. And it was hard. It it was hard and it was very stressful, but I kind of liked it. I was like, Oh, this is like a fun, I don't know. I feel like I'm playing pretend. I feel, and I think that's why they did it the way that they did it. This like makes you feel like, Oh, I'm, smuggling things on the millennium falcon uh-huh. and when i hit this button the millennium falcon shoots a laser at a tie fighter and i know that it's gonna it's rocking people's worlds even when we were there for like the preview stuff even if it was like all like people or friends of disney people or people who work for disney there was still just this like joy in some people's eyes and i, I again it maybe wasn't like built for me but i was very i fucking soaked it up i was like hell yeah i was the pilot one time i got to pull the who was it built for I think the people who have been fantasizing forever about specifically like flying the Millennium Falcon and it feeling real. Because for all intents and purposes, you're playing a video game that looks like Star Wars. Like you're doing a thing that is having a real time effect on what appears to you as Star Wars. Yeah. Like it's not like it looks like a game. Whereas like even like, you know, Battlefront's fun, but it looks like a game. It looks like a PS4 game. This doesn't look like a PS4 game. This looks like you're with Star Wars. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, Why don't you like it? You just didn't so, okay. Hit the Star Wars button. We need more Star Wars. <laughs> this is a dream come true. <laughs> First time I went on it, we were the Gunners, and I think I went into it thinking like, I'm gonna be in the seat in Star Wars where you're like swiveling around, oh, you're yeah, firing. Yeah. I was right. like, I want this to at least be as good as like the Star Wars Battle Pod arcade game at Data uh, Busters yeah, or something, yeah. which is like, yeah, I'm I'm flying around, I'm shooting things, but this is literally. Did you flashing. get cocky? 
I, you know, I, I wish, uh, it was, I was too busy being mad that this is nothing but flashing buttons on a wall that you're slapping. And I was like, Uh I don't have any control. I don't even have a joystick. I don't have anything I'm shooting at. It's just like, you see a button flashing, you slap it. So you you spend half the ride, like looking at the wall, waiting for it to start flashing. I do think that they should like tell you exactly what's going to happen for the ride. Because I know for like Shannon, she doesn't love motion stuff like it makes her sick all the time mm-hmm. so the engineer role in the back where it is it's, it's only flashing but you just hit a button when something goes wrong that like really worked out for her because she was like okay if i just like don't focus so much on the screen and do this thing then that's great but like if i the first time i wrote it i did the engineer thing and i was in the back and i, I did have a little bit have that thing of like man i have to like you gave him you gave me a job mm-hmm. i want to i want to be on a ride you're, <laughs> yeah. you're making me you're making me you're like the gunner you're the pilot here's a wrench just stay yeah. in that hole you need to fucking figure this out because something's not connecting right <laughs> like i i Dom, can our see wi-fi is down <sighs> the, right. i can see the like weird angle they're put in where it's like okay we're, you're a bunch of people that make rides for a living we need you to make a video game and also you need to make a video game that anyone can play it's not like right and not just like has to be fun. It has to be something old people can play. Young people can play people that don't speak English can play this. Like any, you don't need anything going into it and you know what you're doing. But like, I feel like Midway Mania, Toy Story, Midway Mania, California Adventure is a lot of fun and it's a basic video game and you have a lot of control in that. Whereas this, you're not, you don't control what you're shooting at. You don't, it's just like the whole ride you're being like, there's like a narration from Hondo Anaka telling you like, okay, uh, now hit the flashing button that's shooting. Okay. Now pilot turn left. Okay. Now pilot. It's like, this isn't fun. I'm just like following. And also there's just, I think if you want to make it a video game, give more control. If you want to make it a ride, give less like shooting. They found a way to combine the two for midway mania. I felt that worked really well, but this, I was like, this is the only, cause I, the first time I took, I did it. The gunners. I was like, I got off the ride. I was like, that fucking sucked. This is like opening cars land or open and only having Luigi's flying tires. Like what a waste of time. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Garbage. So true, uh, and then, uh, then I went on again as the pilot and I actually was like, Oh, that was actually pretty fun. So I yeah. think like if you go on yeah. as the pilot, should be the best role. It's, I mean, but you should have control over what you're shooting. Not well, just did like, you, did you uh, on the, in the beginning, it asked you if you want to do like automatic. I did manual. And even the one, two, three, yeah, you get yeah. like, you get three different buttons that are like the one button shoots up. The other one shoots down. And that other, was still, I was just like, this wasn't enough. I, mean, I need more like, give me a joystick. Sure. Give me something to point at. Yeah, like, I want to feel like I'm actually shooting. I, something. I get that. Do you know the yeah. of the kid? Did you ever do go to uh, Disney quest? Oh, I never did. I've never been to Orlando. Like, oh, yeah, fuck, Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean ride. You're like on a raft. That was always cool. I don't think yeah. it was even Pirates of the Caribbean. I think no, it was it, just like it was like a pirates thing. Yeah, we had a cannon. Yeah, yeah. Vaguely, mm. that's fun. But Midway Midway Mania is inherently it is a video game with a ride just attached to it. I mean, mm. you can buy it for the Wii. Yeah, oh, yeah. You could buy Wait, the, what? The, yeah, the, the, the Midway Mania video game is for the original yeah. Wii. They released that. I think cool. before the ride even came out, to mm. be honest. Really? So, and and all of those mini games are on the home console. So, if you want to get really good at that shit, you could, and then go to the the park and do it for real. You know, I didn't know so for it, a long it, time. It feels very strange that they wouldn't look at that as. I mean, I haven't read the wrote the damn thing. I'm a. I'm a there is this weird thing I will say that happens at Galaxy's Edge where it is such a line between complete immersion and but it still has to operate like a theme park. Mm-hmm. So like, they're like, we don't have any labels of Coca-Cola. <laughs> like, and then also they're like, wait in line and strap yourself. Like it's just, <laughs> it's all the same. Like it still is a theme 
part. Did part, were they like rude like, to you too, or like the cast members rude? Yeah, to you? Oh, yeah. Where yeah. they're like, they're like, all right, yeah, you gotta get in line, and and no droids allowed. And you're like, really? This is an? Are you serious? And they're like, all right, we'll make an exception for that <laughs> droid in your hand. I'm like, okay, why'd you do this? this? Is a new park? I don't know the rules. Like you, <laughs> you freaked me out just then. <laughs> but it's funny because like you can tell like. They're just, they're cast members. I mean, I'm not faulting them for not doing this. They're, this isn't what they were hired to do. But they're like hired to run registers and stuff. But they're like, surprise, you have to do improv. And they're like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> like, like, so like, uh, like my boyfriend and I were there and uh, we both had hats on and she was like, one cast member was like, what are those weird coverings on your head? I'm like, is this like, I know the characters are supposed to be rude, but like, you don't know what a hat is. Like I've seen other yeah, cast sure. members here with hats on. Like this isn't. I don't understand the character. So it's like yeah. this kind of stuff where I'm like, it's fine. I get it. I like that you're being mean to me. Actually, it's fun. It's, you don't get right, that at right, Disney right. Park ever. So uh, very fun for that part. Um, and I, I hear the Rise of the Resistance ride is going to actually be pretty incredible. So I'm looking forward to that. That one comes. sounds insane. That's the one that's not open yet. What is it? Is it? It's just the. You like get on a thing and you get a literal rise. Through, yeah, like, there's you, like three different ride systems in one ride. And yeah. it's like, it's not. Like rumors were that it was like twenty seven minutes long, but it's not that long. But it's still, they said it's like one of the longest rides they've ever right. made. But twenty seven. Yeah, they said there's like an entire hangar where you are like it's filled with stormtroopers. Like you right. walk out and it's just packed. It's. I was like, sure. How did you not? How did you not just wait a few months to open the the whole land with? I this? bet like, that they were just like, oh, we are open. Like. There's just no way around it. We have to open at this uh, time, and I guess we're just not opening that. Ride I think it would have been like easier on the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run if it was right. If it wasn't the, yeah, the if it wasn't the only ride, because yeah. like they they did have like a Bantha ride like that was planned, but they canceled it. I think like mm. you were on the back of a Bantha or something. Anyway, interesting. But, I, I would love to see how something like this comes together and what gets dropped by the wayside, and 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 how late in production oh, yeah. stuff gets dropped. Um, because this, this is so, I mean, you think about making a movie, you think about making a video game and it pales in comparison to how complex this is. Like you, you have to consider, first of all, the safety of your, of the people in the park. So like primarily that no one's going to get hurt or, or, uh, feel entirely uncomfortable with this thing, which is just already like a layer that you never have to consider with literally any other entertainment medium. I guess except for like theater, maybe mm. if you're if you're doing something over the top ridiculous. Um, so I mean, I, I'm very curious to see this thing and and if it ultimately boils down to like okay, it's just like a theme park. Ultimately, will we not be satisfied till we have Westworld? Is that pretty I, much <laughs> like what this is? Probably, yeah, a little I think, bit. I think it was fine. It was fun. It I, was I had fun. a lot of fun there. The so. market was staggering. Like there are parts of the park where you're like, Jesus, I'm like in a Star Wars right now. Like this, tr- they truly. Wow, look at all, I'm in dinner, damn Star Wars. <laughs> it is. It's the thing of like when you're. There's like the cycle of going from being a kid and just liking that you're in the world and that the things are look like the things from the movie, you know, around you or whatever. And then you get a little older and you're like, well, what, give me what, give me the goods. Like, where's the ride or where's the thing or what are you doing for me? And then I feel like you come back around to like being like, wow, look at these buildings. Yeah. Like you just, you become a dad eventually. And right. I, I feel like I'm, I'm there now where, you know, you turn the corner into this like marketplace and you're just like, this is insane. This is crazy that they did this, that they made, that they built a, a new star Wars planet they have a shop with an animatronic in it behind a cage, and he's just yeah. like like there. Yes, the, the monster, Doc Andar, the, the yeah. yeah, it's insane. I was like the aliens and stuff that are just like around, and like the weird little and like the droid shit that's around, mm-hmm. and the droid in the in the cantina. It's all very 
Oh yeah, Rex. Cool. I didn't. I only got to pop my head in because the, the line for the cantina was yes. two hours long, and they cut the line off, so I couldn't even get in line to get into the cantina. That's how insane that's it was. That's bonkers. So I'm not. I'm gonna be blown away if it's not like that for like at least the rest tasty, of the year. Tasty drinks in the cantina. Mm. Well, they, they finance that, I guess, with the hundred dollar droids that you can buy. Yeah. And walk away. Oh yeah, and that's and not even the like the lightsabers are like two hundred dollars. Yes, the lightsabers are bu- insane. And the line's out the door. Everybody wants these things. They have like sheaths for them that are like 50 bucks each. Because I think you can like, I think the thing is, is that one person buy, like technically you only need to have one lightsaber bought for a group or something. Like I think that if you want it, because the thing is, it's like half to, because it's like an, it's like the Ollivanders thing where it's like you go in to the thing and then the guy like builds your lightsaber with you. So it's like basic, it's not like a ride. It's like a little experience thing and you can only go in if you're going to buy one of them. But I think experience. Yeah, dude, they're fucking smart. All right. Say what you will, but they're, they're geniuses. Every time I think like, man, we really got a a grassroots leftist movement growing in this country. (laughs) You know, we're finally getting sick of the ennui that's caused by just endless purchasing. And you, you turn the corner in galaxies. Surprise. People out the door. This is that weird thing. Mine's going to be blue. (laughs) What's, where's the line of providing a service that people actually want? And people are apparently are very excited about and like exploiting people. Well, I mean, like, do you know it's like, Hey, we made the world outside shitty come inside. So the thing, and you can buy a thing and makes you feel not as bad. Well, right. But, and then, but then it works. Then yeah, you buy, you buy exactly. the thing and I you're like, I feel fucking thing. better. This is incredible. I love to buy the thing. Give me the DJ Rex Bluetooth speaker. Give me that <laughs> DJ Rex Bluetooth. <laughs> Who is DJ Rex? Oh my god! You know Rex, the he used old to pilot be the, of the Star Tours. Yeah, he used to be the Star Tours. Robot. Paul Rubens did the voice. Pee Wee Herman did. Uh, he's, he's to, anyway, now he plays back. music. You know what's cool? <laughs> Paul Rubens. He actually so like they play. Apparently, I don't know who these composers are that got paid, but it's all music that does not exist. Mm. But sounds fine mm. like it's all beats and like weird little like they're obviously not playing like we didn't start the fire in the yeah. star wars bar <laughs> yeah. but they uh he like moves vader palpatine <laughs> we didn't <laughs> no don't even don't wreck. go down this road you'll never find the end <laughs> the spire there we go oh, we did though we, we did though it's all fucked up yeah um yeah what was I saying? <laughs> oh, he moves to the beats, which I found him for some reason. I shouldn't have been impressed, but I was sure. <laughs> I'm I sad. Like, I didn't get to of see all that. the things in the park. I'm like, Hey, the robot moves <laughs> to the music that they have playing from inside of the robot, which let me, <laughs> yeah, have da- you seen the park that they built? <laughs> let me, uh, let me have a little, little beef here. Star tours, tons of droids in the line. The yeah. line for Smuggler's Run is so goddamn boring. There's nothing going on. There's mm-hmm. ramps. There's there's uh, you're in a warehouse, and then until you get to Hondo Anaka, which great animatronic. He was crazy looking. Incredible. Yeah. Looks like he walks around. Yeah. Great job. Uh, but other than that, there's no screens. There's nothing in the line. Nothing to keep you busy. Yeah. There's like a there's like a an engine. They're like fixing an engine or something. Yeah. At one point, you're like circling around, and every so often, like you'll hear over the speakers and the thing will like open and blow and make noise. I like the Patrick Warburton robot in uh, in Star Tours. Great. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Gotta scare you. More Patrick Warburton in the parks. We got him in uh, Soren. (laughs) Soren. Honestly. (laughs) Can't get it out. More and more. Oh, wait. So that's why we love Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> well, this More is Patrick Warburg that's crazy. He's like, just like a wa- the, the waspiest <laughs> white dude wanders into Agrabah. We, we've talked about it a lot, but this was, I mean, this was 
Bobby I's year. He he thought he was done after this year, Bob Iger. So he stacked the shit. <laughs> no, I like the idea of the CEO of Disney being Bobby I's. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby I's. He sees all. He sees all and uh, <laughs> if be careful. But he fucking we had Aladdin, we got Lion King, yep. we had Avengers Endgame, Star Wars Galaxy Edge opens, Star Wars fucking what is it, nine? Comes out at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. There's other things I'm forgetting. There's other uh, Spider-Man, I guess. It's yeah. kind of Sony, but yeah. But don't you feel so unimpressed? I I, I don't know. Like, because when once um, you break it down as, on, on a list like that, I'm like, holy shit, wow, what a huge year for Disney. But ultimately, I don't know. It, it leaves me feeling like they're kind of running in circles. They certainly are. Of course they are. But uh, it's working for some reason. Well, I mean, it's it's going to generate money. They're gonna they're gonna generate heat no matter what. But I I don't think that it's it's great for their legacy necessarily let's just like me, me personally i just don't think it's great for their legacy because i i might be wrong all these remakes and, the, and this kind of stuff might reintroduce these ips to like younger generations and then just sow those seeds further from there mm-hmm. but for me i'm just like well i feel like where's where's the thing for zoomers mm-hmm. you know where, where's the zoomers where, where's it coming from you know like the gen z like the the kids born 98 beyond never heard that before no, zoomers, boomers, fucking, no. or millennials. Zoomers, the next one's like zoomers. A, that's what you call when like a cat starts running around. Yeah, no, that's the zoomies. Sorry, excuse me. Where's the thing for the zoomies? I what love zoomies. I <laughs> uh, love shopping yeah. at zoomies. Uh, <laughs> you guys have any neff hats? <laughs> Sir, this is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, you heard me. But yeah, it, it just feels so. It's so impressive. Dollar signs, and then and then yeah, ultimately, kind of horrifying how much they own. It's bizarre. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy. But yeah, we're but also even, even beyond that. Like, wow, they've they've uh, obtained so much. Great for them. But Disney is a company that made things, and even if they didn't make things, they took things that were you know like the Grimm's Brothers fairy tales mm-hmm. and retooled them in such a uniquely them way that it became theirs. Now it's just they're literally just like oh, I'm going to take that. Sure. But we got, we also still in the last decade, we got, you know, Tangled and Frozen and they did their thing. They did their classic, like, we're going to take a thing and give you a new little story that you're going to give a big shit about. That's we got Moana. Like I'm just saying, it's almost already like a decade at this point. The because like, well, well, Princess and the Frog was like my concern right now is yeah they're 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 spinning their wheels now and then I'm looking down the pipeline four years and it's just this for as far as the eye can see it's Star Wars more Disney remakes they've got a couple of original Pixar's the thing with the elves coming out with uh, that looks cool with Tom Holland and uh, and Chris Pratt that's pretty much it. And so yeah. I guess we'll see a D twenty three. But this is the thing though where they're so huge and they're and they're ability is so un uh, what's the word there's no way to quantify what they are capable of churning out so if you were to strip it back and be like if they were a studio I'm talking about Disney proper like like Disney animated studios like the, the stuff coming from Disney with the D like written on it not Fox not their properties not the things that they own not No I know down. but that's what I'm saying even still Disney proper they're able to make so much shit that it's like yeah sure let's make a fucking billion dollars on the Lion King cuz why not and then also yeah we're going to do our elf movie that's with Pixar and like I know that's not like I'm not trying to make it sound like those are like their indie movie choices but like they're still making original movies like they're still paying attention to them and if you stripped away all the other ones I'm not this is not in defense of our fucking of the eye of Sauron above the Burbank Hills but like <laughs> They're, they're, if you took away all the Aladdins and the Beauty and the Beast and blah, 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 and if you just looked at like the originals stuff, quote unquote originals, still based on fairy tales or whatever, it would be like the, you know, the sequence of like a normal studio making original movies. They're probably making more original movies than fucking most of them. 
I know that's probably my, it might sound insane, but like as far as like the big ones that they pour a billion dollars into. Well, that, I would, I think like it's kind of in the history of the company of they, cause after they had that like run of super successful movies in the nineties with like little mermaid, lion King, Aladdin, all those they Then they started like, they hit a patch where they just were making garbage that no yeah. one wanted to see. And they were, like about to go under, like Michael Eisner was, the company was really yeah. like making bad moves. Like uh, Euro Disneyland was a huge money pit for them. And for a while, the only thing keeping the company open was Disneyland. Like that was the yeah. only thing that was profitable. They were making all these terrible movies. So it's like they had to buy Pixar and all these other companies because otherwise they make a lot of garbage on their own because they, they would go true. under. So it's like, yeah. I think at this point they're like, we just got to stay above. I mean, now they're a fucking monumental. Right. Well, so you're it's not, not like they're bolt merchandise. <laughs> you know, like you know I'm, not, I'm not craving that bolt merchandise. Uh, but yeah, I, I think like they, they're finally found something that's like, Oh, this is reliably printing money for us. So we're going to keep like, totally. Marvel. We're going to keep star Wars going. Uh, because when we make, you know, 2d movies like, Home on the range, we're not making a ton of money off of those. Right. We sure. have to rely on these 3D. So, but even that is like we're talking about 14 years ago. I guess so. Yeah. So for so okay, just looking forward. I, I I won't spend too much time on this, but we Aladdin just came out. Dark Phoenix is coming out soon. Uh, just just for convenience sake, I'm going to drop the Fox stuff. Um, we have Lion King coming out in July. Okay. Um, Artemis Fowl coming out. I guess next year. I don't know what that is. Which is an adaptation. Kids Artemis Fowl. They they were like uh. They're YA novels that were Harry Potter contemporaries, mm. kind of considered a knockoff of Harry Potter, but not really. It's really much, very much its own thing. Um, point being, I, I, there's still, again, I, in my fucking soul, what I wish Jungle is that, Cruise. of course, Jungle Cruise, there right, of course, there's a rock in the, the rock. Jungle Cruise. There might yep. be a rock animatronic on the Jungle Cruise. If it works out, that's not a, that's not me being excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't care. I want to see it. All right. I'm just, I have, this is again, there's no other way to go into this shit than to have like the, you know, fucking abandon of like, yeah, put the wrestler, the rock on Disney's The Jungle Cruise. Sure, go (laughs) do it. I'm not opposed to any of that. I'm just looking at at the actual just slate of IP. I I, I don't want to become one of these, these dudes. It's like, there's no original things coming out. Cause there are original things coming out. Just not from like the, the, the big studios. Right. Which is disappointing. Cause they're the ones who can make truly big new, they can yeah. make new star Wars. Disney is defined by the, by their eras. If, if you've noted like, um, we, the golden age of the animation of animation, mm-hmm. like for those first couple of years upwards until like, uh, I guess Pinocchio or no Pinocchio's the second one. When is it? When does it start to fall off in like the early stuff? Eighties, so maybe like Black <laughs> yeah. Aldrin. Honestly, like- yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then then the stuff from the seventies, which is middling, but like clearly defined, like uniquely defined, very dark, like a, a um, Ralph Bakshi inspired. And then the nineties, we see the 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 reanimation into the two thousands, where they start to dip a little bit more into CG, where they fall completely into CG, and now it's it's entirely circular. It's entirely an Ouroboros, which is just, it, it's so, it, it is going to make money, but for some reason this is giving me pause as far as what is it putting out there beyond money, beyond uh, people entertaining people? What is it putting out there culturally? You know what I mean? Does, is this like yeah, a, but this is is that, this a lost cause? Is this No, like a, but we're also on the, as you just said, they were defined by the errors. We're in the fucking eye of the storm still. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like that because now it feels like, oh, we were 10 years into Marvel. But I'm looking at four years down the line on their release schedule and going, oh, none of yeah, that Yeah, but you don't good. know what, but we don't know what happens in between. The things that are announced aren't always the things that get made. And you can probably make an argument that like the things that are might, might be in, I'm just giving benefit of the doubt. Things that might be an original thing 
they're not going to announce five years out necessarily. So you've no, like, you don't right, know, the sure. guy, like, I don't know. I guess I'm just saying like, we need to stop. It's the fucking don't ask a fish to fly or whatever. Who said um, Albert Einstein? Sure. Robert Einstein. <laughs> said. Robert Einstein yeah. said yeah, if a fish like, climbs a we tree, need to not, man, he's not going to do it. We can't. We're, we're looking to Disney. You know, you don't look to your father for love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. doesn't, sure, it's sure, a lost sure, cause. Sure. <laughs> I'll have to look at who's running the company at the time. Like uh, Michael Eisner would, he came from the world of movies. Like he, was willing to make weirder movies. Like he's, he made fucking who framed Roger rabbit. Like yeah, th- that's yeah. his era. And like Bob Iger is just like, I'm going to make anything that makes money. I'm going to put Marvel right. in the parks. I'm going to knock out tower of terror, put in G- guardians of the galaxy as quickly as possible. Right. Like the he's reason listening. it's like this right now is because Bob Iger is running the company. Like yeah. if somebody else goes in there and they want to change it up, like maybe that'll happen, but it's, it's going to be like this until right. somebody not like Bob Iger sure. or Bob Iger is running the company. We're so, an interview away from it change. <laughs> you know, he's listening to his grandkids. He's just being like, Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Michael Eisner loved Breck Eisner. That's how star tours got <laughs> Dude, made. That's how Splash Mountain got Fortnite. Made. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Eisner was like, all right, all right. I, I hear you guys. How about a ride? where an alien tells you he's going to kill your mom. <laughs> all right. Where an alien comes behind you and into your ears says, I'm going to fucking kill your parents. Uh, so and sad I'm, I never got and I'm coming home. I'm going to be in your car. <laughs> Remember that ride? Alien, <laughs> alien encounter. Yeah. That one. Uh, yeah, I wish so I they actually, they, they tuned it down a little bit. <laughs> now, he just, now he just breathes and yeah. uh, <laughs> drips blood on you when it kills a fucking worker above you, yeah. above your head. And then Bob Iyer took over and it was stitches ex- experience. Right. And right. He burps chili dogs. In your and face. it's yeah. like, yeah. Beat for beat, the same ride. Yeah. It's just with Stitch. Right. <laughs> it's still kind of fucking scary, though, too. I'm like, I don't want to be locked in a chair when Stitch is around. Yeah. Still an alien. That fucking guy's up to no good. Have you seen him? <laughs> Stitch. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's up with all the Stitch merchandise in the park? Why is it so Everyone huge? loves Stitch, dude. We love Wait, Stitch. Since when? Since when? When does that become like such a cultural touchstone, Lilo and Stitch? I think it was like the first movie. Uh, it was in that like period where they had like a lot of flops and it was finally one that like people liked. Right. So it was, they're like, okay, we have to push this as hard as we can. But I don't know if you guys noticed that, it, but in every other shop, there is a million plushes of a female Stitch that is not in any of the movies. The pink oh. Stitch? Yes. Yeah. With what? antenna? I've what? seen the picture this of it. This is bullshit. <laughs> I think it might be on the it's TV show one of those or like a directed DVD sequel. I don't, but still, I seen Lilo and Stitch. Stitch has a glitch. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. That was like the third one or some shit. Sure. Lilo and Stitch 2. Watch out. <laughs> I like the one where they're like, all right, so these balls, when they get wet, they turn into stitches. Let's make a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the show, the show is fantastic and, and it, they really did a great job with, um, I, Disney shows in general didn't tend to be pretty okay. They ran for the mm-hmm. full 52 episodes. Um, the Aladdin TV show I remember liking. Yeah. Welcome. Come on by. Aloha. Come on by. I wonder if that's ever going to get, if the TV shows are ever going to come back around. There's I know Max like, from Goofy Movie and Goof Troop is like in the yeah. parks now. Like they're bringing him back. They're, we love Max. We, we all look. We've all had a crush on Max. At least I did when I was right. A but how much of that is just like '90s nostalgia? And I think uh, I don't know. I don't have it for other movies. I do have it for a Goofy Movie. I love though. Goofy Movie. But I don't know. Everybody likes a Goofy Movie. It's not. An I love Roxanne. I mean, Max is a babe. We can all agree. We can all agree. <laughs> Max is a babe. Uh, Max you is like a babe. Max Goof? I look Dad! <laughs> Whoa, that's a good impression. 
Like he, he's he's vulnerable. He puts yeah, a lid on he loves it. He's he, got a backwards hat. He's Kisaku. <laughs> Lick my ass, goof. <laughs> That's my ship. Pete Pete Goof. <laughs> Two men, they don't have wives anymore. They've just come together in in uh in grief and solidarity. That's romantic. Now, Max, <laughs> I know we've talked about this. <laughs> You're good at that. The opioid epidemic. <laughs> Your mother got very sick. It's black tar. I can't do Pete. Fuck, I used to do a good Pete. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Remember all when this- all, I'd rather have detention. <laughs> Did they ever bring up that his mom's dead in that movie? No. Probably. Oh, okay. You know, the closest they get is when in an extremely goofy movie when Max leaves for college and Goofy lays on the empty bed oh. and just like holds Max's stuffed oh, animal. God. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> but then he meets the fucking sexy library. Oh, that's so, fine. Whatever. They do, there's some hot dogs in those movies. <laughs> it's really what they you know what also extremely goofy movie is the movie where Fucking the Polly Shore guy looks at his hand and goes, "Why are we always wearing gloves?" <laughs> so uh, that movie, uh, maybe we should just—they're out the window. Uh, that's solid. That's a solid joke, though. <laughs> anyway, remember when this was the episode about Aladdin? Yeah, well, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, I mean, what else can we say about? It? I, I don't it's know. Fine. I yeah, I thought it was fine. I'm, I'm it not was each, fine. Where like the fuck remakes. was the snake, man? Yeah. Oh, it, it shut snake. up for a bit. The little the staff, but that was yeah. About it. But I want it like. Guy Ritchie just making choices left and right. That was the one big thing. He was like, all right, listen, there is going to be a big animal in this, but it is not going to be a snake. But I, I, uh, I'm confused. I'm not confused. I don't want to give this to Guy Ritchie. I don't want to give the fault to this to Guy Ritchie because I like John Favreau. I like him as a director I love him. and I hated Jungle Book. Mm. And I, and I, I felt like I, I'm not sure if a lot of these choices are him or, you know, because this is the machine and because they make these kind of movies a little bit by committee. Um, like how much of this is just this is what the company wanted. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But and and it's also a little bit depressing because this is going to I mean it's making money. It's doing fine. There was never a universe when it wasn't going to, but it's doing better than I think people were expecting, even the company itself were expecting. And I, I kind of I kind of hate that there's a science to making a middle of the road remake of a thing that you know, mm-hmm. making it just okay enough but- and then coasting by on that. And then it's working out for them. That's, that's like coast, a little upsetting. They can coast, man. But do you think about, are there kids who are, I mean, maybe I don't want to know. We don't have, none of us have kids yet, but like, are there kids who are watching the Beauty and the Beast remake and like in love with it and it's their favorite movie and watch it the same way we watched the other, like how, how long are this? Like, it's and nice. They, but this and they can so, get, this is so fucking nerdy, but like, they're not falling in love with animation at that point, which yeah. was like, which what was cool right. about those things? Yeah. What was good about those things is that they were wonderfully animated. Like mm. they were pushing a technological envelope that no one else was pushing at the time sure. and, and, and capturing like a kinetic motion that no one else had captured yet. It, it, it's just, I'm not arguing with the beauty of animation. I guess just as again, it's like, don't, don't look to your father to love you. Yeah. You know, I'm not like, what do you, you can't like, if you, that's you just the movie ex- that yes. is, that they have. And that's the movie that is the beauty and the beast remake. Like, okay, fine. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't mean to ever sound like too forgiving of it. Cause again, in the best version of this earth, they would be pumping out 
we would have new franchises. We would have our new Indiana Jones and our new, like, you know, quote unquote, where it's like, sure. whoa, it's a, we never even see this coming. We're Home on the Range. Not, yes. yeah, we want Home on the <laughs> Range <laughs> 3, because I think there's a direct-to-DVD. It's obviously yeah. not that simple of just like, let's bang out these successful IPs. Like, Which I'm sure they wanted, like, that. they were trying to do yeah, 2D movies for a while, but they just weren't successful. And it's like, how expensive they are to make. It's like, how many can we make before we, like, go under? Right. Like, mm-hmm. we have to adjust to what people want like right we kids do. don't want these anymore like we want i still would love to see a 2d animated movie but i guess princess and the frog is probably the yeah, yeah but then they were like all right we can make another princess and the frog or we could do frozen 2 where we already have all the characters right made up which well, again i think it comes down to the, like who's running the company like at that point right i just think that the, the well the future of it i think is the um is like the way that arc system works does like the video game company where it's, you just make the, the CG or the 3d models so good. That they just look like 2d. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you, you design them in a way that we can save money. We're not drawing these cells out. Um, but we, we can animate this in a way that makes it, it's mm-hmm. an approximation of 2d animation, which I think would, I would really like to see a full movie like that. Um, there's cool stuff coming. I mean, there's I mean, like they, a, they animate South park in like a week, right? Like right. we can make 2d <laughs> animation much quicker now, but, yeah. but again, this is just like a, another thing where, it's like the growing conversation about the nature of capital where once the company has identified their, okay, this is making money. We're, there's no impetus for us to do anything else. So why, why would we ever? Um, and, and I think more and more people are grappling with that beyond Disney, like this ultimately movies and entertainment matter, but ultimately don't matter. Um, but it's, it's just like, this is across the board in most industries is, is looking like this. Like whenever you hear, you hear parents or like boomers or older people complaining about like how nobody cares anymore. Like there's no sense of community. It's like, yeah, it's cause like there, there's, it's not uh, financially conducive to, to, for a company to like be creating culture and, and pre, to be creating something like valuable to, to society at large, aside from like the things that, that generate them money. And at a certain point, you can't blame the company for doing it because everyone else is doing it. But at the same time, it's like, I'll fuck you guys. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm so of the same minds time, about I'll it. fuck you guys? Yes. At the same <laughs> time, each individually, if you guys promise to make a good new IP. I'll fuck, I'm, I'm here. I'm moving for business. Bobby. Bobby Eyes. Bobby Eyes. <laughs> Bobby right. Hands, I've heard you're also called. No one showed up for Immortal Machines, so they're they're done making new IPs. Wow. Right. <laughs> but wasn't Wait, also was that? It was, it was, it was Immortal Machine. What was it called? Immortal, uh, mortal. I don't. One of those. Mortal engines. Mortal, see, I don't <laughs> yeah. even know the name of it. That's <laughs> a fucking. What's that movie? Immortal like machine. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like no one saw it. Walkie like, City. The well, city that yeah. Moves. I mean, now it's like you can't start a new IP if you're not gonna plunge hundreds of millions but of dollars. That's, into that's it. based on but, like a YA novel. Yeah, but this is the so. thing Peter where Jackson like, hasn't made a good movie since uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Love the lovely bones. It's always like we're in the easy chair of it, but it's like. You don't need it. You don't need to. It doesn't need to be a big fucking crazy bombastic. It doesn't need to be the new Hunger Games or the new Star Wars where it's like the most expensive movie ever made. But there's I'm I'm certain that there are original ideas that are small enough that if it's more conceptual with the with the concept of even if it is big and it's highfalutin or it's 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 sci fi and blah, blah, blah. There's smaller things to anchor stuff on that I just. Who knows what it is? And maybe they just don't know what that, what that mm-hmm. looks like. I mean, they, they try these other things and it's like, look at like annihilation got made and that, that's mm. still like, I don't know how much it costs, but it's still like trying to go in a different direction. Yeah. That's, that's not a, a new franchise. So there's still some cool stuff getting made, but I don't know. It's hard to but make anything that even those a, though, even like, but 
you know, it was a book and it was a book that people yeah, liked. And, and so was mortal machines, you what's, know, what's the Matthew McConaughey one. I always get it mixed up with, with, um, with annihilation and, uh, Oh, passengers. fool's gold. Yeah. Yeah. Fool's gold. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, no, what was the one where he, he's the video game? He's in the future. Oh, I'm thinking of something the else. No, he, about, he has to go off into space because Earth is dying. And they oh, Instagram, uh, yes, yeah, Inception, yeah. Interstellar. That yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Oh. Sure, that's 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 an original concept, I believe. I don't think it's based yeah. on anything. But I mean, it's so this. Yeah, but it was is, also this, made this by is an argument that people have been having forever. Of like, where's the new IP? It's like, I've, <laughs> I've given up on like uh, adaptations. Can be fine. That's fine. Who cares? Like, uh, it. it yeah, that's not something that we should always me. want them more. We want more, but it's like, I just, I don't know. You're screaming at the sky at a certain point when it's like, you know, asking Disney to not give me a thing I've never seen before and make it great. <laughs> yeah. I wish oh. Disney would stop making a billion dollars. Yeah. I wish they would just look at themselves and realize they don't need a billion. But then dollars. it's got to like run out at some point because they made like Solo, which was a Star Wars movie. It's like you think this is of course. printing money and this is a flop. But that's so. also that's also the star. That's a that's a fun corner, though, where it was like a, a Star Wars, flop, which is I, like the, yeah. because that well, that's I think that's an important distinction to make because it's it's hitting the point where the company is so big they need to make a billion dollars else it falls apart because right. they're constantly growing and right. they need to because I, I solo did fine oh well, like, it made like more money than i'll ever see in my life it but it still just didn't make it, its did it make its did it make its budget actually back? wow that's it did <laughs> it made 92 million dollars over its budget which wow. is not great which yeah. is actually incredible well, yeah, for a star wars movie they, yeah. yeah so that's like why they immediately canceled like the boba fett movie and all those other movies that they were gonna do but. which is nice and i know the money talks thing is good and i'm glad that you know they experienced that they should make a sequel to Money Talks. But also, you're right. <laughs> Charlie Sheen, Chris Tucker, fantastic. But uh, Star Wars also listens maybe a little better than other things will. Like that was nice and very encouraging when they were like, "Fuck, okay, I guess people don't want this. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll just, you know." Plus, I think like after Endgame, they they're kind of at least slowing down a little on Marvel. Yeah, movies, they definitely so, are, which yeah. is cool. I don't know what the next step is. We've talked about it, for, um, dude. I don't think they are though, because yeah. there's still there's still three coming out next <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and also television shows. What are the three coming um, out next year? Okay, let me pull this up. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Fart from Home comes out next. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, untitled Black Widow movie. Um, I think this was this has been announced that it's coming out next May. Uh, with I think David Harbour is supposed to play Ben Grimm or something, and that was the rumor I heard. The Eternals <sighs> is also coming out next year. Shang Chi is also coming out next year. What? And then Guardians in 2021. Oh, yeah. Fucking how? Doctor Strange 2 in 2021. Black Panther uh, 2. Yeah, probably but, 2022. Oh, God. And then also, there's TV shows on at the same oh, time. Yeah. So they're not slowing down this machine at all. They just haven't announced they need that to. much yet. Yeah, of course they need to, but they can't. <laughs> they literally cannot. They fucking Capital can. Capital is a hill, and you need to, like, I wish these running down the hill. are going to run out of juice. Like, can't they run the numbers of, like, what if we chilled? You can just remake them. You guess. can just make them CG. <laughs> you don't even need the guy to be there anymore. Yeah, dude, we are. You could die, and they could take you and put you in a movie like we are, Grand Moff Tarkin. It's true. I don't even know that guy's name. Yeah, I think Big Moff Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't remember that first. How was Carrie Fisher in like the trailer for the new stuff? I was like, this is bothering they have, like, me. They footage from She's Force She's in the Awakens. interviews for it. Please oh, go God. see Star Wars. <laughs> oh, this is upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Rise of the Luke Skywalker. Hope someone breaks up Disney. It needs to happen. Nationalize Disney. Please. I want to go to Disneyland for five bucks. Disney should be our government. Oh, okay. Probably. That's it's going to happen. That's what I think should happen. Yeah, I'm what a Disneyist. Well, guilty. 
Is that Mickey Mouse? He's the head of the judiciary. We don't have a Supreme Court anymore. We have a Mickey Mouse, nine Mickey Mouse impersonators. (laughs) Now, Mr. Tark, (laughs) you're accused of... firing the death star how long till these universes cross we already got kingdom hearts this is just i this. can't wait dude you, if you don't think we're getting a kingdom hearts fucking film no oh we're not. my I, god I don't, think, I don't think we are but how why i think they're burying kingdom hearts so kingdom why do hearts, you think that well because kingdom hearts 3 came out and it's kind of lackluster there's like eight worlds in it you know you got some new things um kingdom hearts i think is really ahead of its time in the crossover shit. It, it called it. It called it that this is the only thing that anyone's going to care about for the next 20 years. Uh, and then immediately dropped it. And then we're immediately like, you know what? Uh, this is really cool. We have all these valuable IPs and original characters that we, people want to see interact. What if we just wrote our own anime and then just like wrote, put that in the game? Can and then, uh, but, but then sometimes uh, Peter Pan smalls up. Peter Pan smalls up, shows up. <laughs> Can you imagine being the guy that pitches Kingdom Hearts and if it fails, what a disaster that would have been. Like, oh, yeah. what a like, yeah. baffling idea in the first place to be like, I don't know, like uh, Final Fantasy meets Disney characters. Sure. And they're like, uh, we'll try it. But if it fails, like that's a lot of money and right. you are for sure fired for the yeah, rest. We're, like, we're never, no, you're never <laughs> ever well, working. The crazy part is, is that we're, that's where the idea ended up. Initially, they're like, we just want to do like a Disney game. Like, well, Sora is a, he's a lion boy. You know what I mean? He's like, well, because he originally was. He's like a half lion, half boy who has a chainsaw sword. <laughs> and this is going to be like a, a little bit of anime influenced Disney game. Okay, well, then we'll redesign him to look like an anime guy. What if we just brought everyone to Final Fantasy in? And then in Japan, uh, that's, I guess that's when the reactor started to go because everyone's brain was just like, yeah, that's, that's normal and a thing to do. <laughs> When uh, are we going to have the him. bouncer in the universe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, bouncer. the bouncer. Bring it back. Connected Square Enix universe. Don't know what the bouncer is. I love the bouncer. I oh my God. I've played it a million is. times. So good. I've never seen a game skirt by on its character designs more than the bouncer. That's I love the story. I've played it so many times. It's a uh, PS1 launch title. PS2. Oh. Or PS2. You're yeah. right. Yeah. PS2. Great story. Never, mm-hmm. I, never, I don't know what it is. It's, like a, beat it's a beat em up it, with very long cut scenes that got terrible reviews, and mm-hmm. I played it a lot because it was one of the only PlayStation 2 games I had. That's, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked how long it took Crash Bandicoot 4 to load. Oh, on my the God. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Oh, wow. Fuck. What time is it? I, we went way too long. How long? I'm so sorry to oh, this okay. We're, we're over an hour and 17 minutes. We've, <sighs> thanks. Uh, yeah, you did just fall in space for eternity. That's the one when, when Naughty Dog stopped making it. Naughty Dog. Yeah. Four. That's a shame. Four. This was tentatively, I guess, kind of about Aladdin. Do we want to wrap up Aladdin thoughts? Right. Uh, sure. I liked it, actually. I went in thinking I was going to hate it, and I said, I like this. I think Will Smith is miscast, but I still I did fine. It was fine. I mean, what do you, what do you expect? It's just, it's just an Aladdin. It's a Disney movie. You know what you're getting. It's just an Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to look back on this in a couple of years and go, Ooh, that was, that was weird. <laughs> Cause I don't think it's, I don't think the visual effects are going to age particularly well. Oh, no, terrible. Um, it's not the best version of this story that you could watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a very clearly superior option. And, and I think maybe that's, that's my biggest issue with all of these, the, the premise of these remakes is that there is a superior option to watch and it's not the movie you're watching. They're they're not a they're not original enough of a take on that concept for you to watch this over the the animated movie. And also, they tend to be thirty to forty five minutes longer than the animated movies. They're like mm-hmm. this was two hours and ten minutes long. So long. Aladdin's what eighty two minutes. 
just like nice and just you're that's in what, and out. That's what's good about 2D animated movies is it costs so much to animate that they're not going to make it a two hour movie. Yeah. But, but these movies are just endless. Like, ugh. Fit more shit in. Look, we built uh, all these rooms though. Don't you want them to stand in the rooms for longer? <laughs> <laughs> no. I want them to get back on that fucking carpet. That shit rules. Good carpet. Good carpet do, to you. I do wish like... <laughs> <laughs> It was like a, you know, they, as we said, they straddled a weird line between being extremely faithful and very beholden to the animated thing. And then also like wanting to do a little bit of new stuff and like the whole concept of like, oh, the, the, the other kingdoms are going to invade us if we don't attack them first. And, you know, Jafar wants to build an empire. I thought that shit was cool. I liked Jafar. I thought Jafar was cool. Yeah, he did. I actually liked him a lot. I was really worried about him. And I think he actually, I think they, they wrote him interestingly. I thought he was simple enough as a bad guy. And you know, this whole, the whole, I don't know. It was just simple and good enough that I was like, all right, cool. I can like latch onto that. I'm, I'm down. Mm -hmm. But then it, but it wasn't enough different. Like it wasn't enough in that direction of like, Ooh, I didn't think about that. Cause like, I think and why I have faith in the, in the John Favreau Lion King is that he's talked a lot about how like he's very, uh, respectful of the fact that this is one of those, this is Lion King, arguably one of the dawn of like the VHS rewatch for over and over. Yeah. Like, especially for uh, in our generation, like I, I call it the most beloved Disney movie of all time. I would go that far. Yeah. I mean, constantly rewatch people know this and he knows that the people who watched it then are, our age and are, and some people bringing their kids to see it. Like he understands that there's, there's a level of reverence that needs to be had. But he also talked a lot about being like, I did also though, look back to like the inspiration for the Lion King itself and like the Hamlet thing and, and the, the larger, you know, even before Hamlet, like these larger myths of storytelling myths and these archetypes of like the King and the, and the, you know, fallen brother and blah, blah, blah. And like, re, like he seems to be like, okay, if we if we have these pieces and it's going to be the Lion King, I might as well also dig back to the core of like why that idea even came up in the first place and what were the larger, right. you know, ancient stories that we've told ourselves in this in this structure. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, I just feel like he's he is doing what I wish Aladdin would do, where it was like, okay, this is an interesting piece. Oh, I didn't think about that. Like how Jafar would feel about that, or like what really outside yeah. of a cartoon, who would that person be, and what would they have to want, and how would they want to get it, and blah blah blah. Yeah. But it just wasn't like this didn't push it far enough. I thought the I thought the party was a cool thing. I thought I liked the idea of like, you know, get him and the genie at a party and it's just this weird, like awkward guy and he has the, you know Sure. It, I don't know. They re they really forced that romance with, with Genie and this Dahlia. Yeah, yeah, well, that was very terrible. Now. Very like, weird. This like beautiful young maiden who's like in love with this fifty year old guy. Yeah, like, yeah super weird. And she's like, he's hot. I'm like, what? Fifty <laughs> <laughs> year old Will Smith is hot. Like, who's saying? Yeah, I love like, and that was also frustrating too. Like the idea of like, he he was like, uh, I I want to be human. Was his big wish. I'm like, why? Yeah, yeah wouldn't why would you want to just be? be free and powerful, like in the cartoon? Right. That's how I wish Aladdin had said back to him. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say, wait, you didn't watch, did you not see the movie? Cause they're, they're adapting Bicentennial Man, a different role. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to be here. Right, he wants to be from being immortal to right. mortal. And Cause even like the end, it was, it was so much less satisfying. Like the idea, like the end of that cartoon is, I keep calling it a cartoon, but the end of the animated movie is so it fucking kicks, man. When he sets him free and he's like, yeah. Oh fuck, I'm going to see the world. And then he's yeah. like, ah, oh, but I'm going to like leave my friend and like this, get this, this kid set me free and like they have a big hug and it's beautiful. And then he fucking flies off into 
to see the world and he's packs his suitcase. Like that's so much more like, right. ah, he was trapped in a lamp and now he wants to be trapped in a room. Yeah. <laughs> like now he'll be, now he'll stand in this one room we built for this movie. Yeah. You know what I really want to do engage in uh, societal hierarchies. Really cool. <laughs> if I could just like be a certain cast above, not the top, but just like above other well, people. That'd be an interesting uh, sequel to Infinite Cosmic Power. <laughs> I also like to, I like, does the cave not know the difference between a fucking monkey and a person? Right. Like when the monkey touches the jewel. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the cave seems to you be- want to get into it. He says only those that are a diamond in the rough may enter, but he lets the monkey enter anyway. Right. So it's really the cave's fault. He's setting it up for failure. And also, what are the odds that he's got to find the diamond in the rough and then also that diamond's got to not steal anything? How many right. of those guys are coming along? Do I even have the jewels and stuff? Is it a test? And also, I mean, he touched a bunch of them when he was like walking yeah. through. He like knocks something over and he falls into stuff and his hand grabs on ones on the rocks. It makes a bit more sense when it's literally like a gem in a setting and then right. he lifts it out of the setting right. and then that. Right. This is such like a silly nitpick, but it's one of these things where it's like, well, I guess that they was made the cave magic. For if the reason. cave is magic and it can sense your soul, don't tell me that it's confused when the monkey touches the thing. Right. Anyway, was that the same voice clip? I feel like it I was. Like it. I feel like it was the exact same like reads from the from the the original movie too. Never again see the light of day. Did you just say Dave? No, I said <laughs> shut up. <laughs> All right, we'll get the fuck out of here. Thanks yeah, for sorry, your time. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay, before we leave, yeah, we got two games. things. Okay, how are you doing on time? I'm fine. Okay. Okay, we have two games. The first game is uh, is what's the first game we play? Predictive text. Play predictive text movie review. Oh, yes. We do predictive text movie review. This is where you type in the name of the movie, which is Aladdin. You can even put in Disney's Aladdin. I guess that's the name of the original. This one's just a, just Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin, and then using your phone's predicted text, uh, read a semi-coherent review of the film. Okay, back. I'll kick it off. Um, Aladdin on the phone, and he said that you were not in the office. I'm not sure how he was doing. <laughs> I hope on. he feels better soon. For fuck's sake, <laughs> Tim's are always very bureaucratic. Yeah, because it's all about the office, all about the, yeah. <laughs> Mine is um, Aladdin. Did I just say that? I cannot believe I am in the past and I am a god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I was just parked in front of your car and I'm not jerking. Yeah, I'm sorry, I want to barf. <laughs> Great. That makes much, so, uh, much more sense than mine. Uh, Aladdin was a fun game, and I love it so much fun and cool. Want to go play Cuphead was the best way to go back to the new year and get it. <laughs> I don't think I want to go to the Americana right now. I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> but I'll just see what happens when I'm not in the house and then go home. <laughs> oh, my God. Wonderful. All right, we'll do three-headed, then we'll do yeah. the, the final doing... new game. Yes, I have it prepared. Oh, fucking hell. And it's okay. Well, it'll move we have quickly. three games now. It'll move okay. quickly. It'll move quickly. Okay. okay. We're going to do three-headed movie review. Is it review or sequel or writer? Three-headed sequel writer. This is okay. where we, we each say one word going in a circle. This is Aladdin it's a, 2. It's a uh, sequel to Aladdin, Aladdin 2. Not okay. the actual Aladdin 2, a but new one. This is great. Based uh, on our film. Uh, first word that comes to mind, lightning quick. <laughs> no slurs, obviously. <laughs> what? In what? <laughs> you. What? <laughs> Jared. Take it off oh, to Dom, Jafar, to me. Jafar is there in Aladdin's sequel. And he is a 
angry. Genie. But Genie is too small for food. <laughs> so he eats bugs. <laughs> Perfect. Hakuna Matata. So, so, I'm sorry. Um, Jafar, Jafar is there is in there. Aladdin sequel and he's a big angry genie, but, but the genie, genie is too small for food, so he eats bugs. bugs. I think it makes Perfect. sense. Perfect. Wonderful. <laughs> Sounds good and to me. This is our final game. This is called, uh, can we call it Mad Libs? What do you call it? Beef Libs. Mad Cow Libs. Mad Cow Libs. Sure, whatever. Um, basically, I'm going to give you a bunch of things. You just need to give me some words. I'm going to fill them in and uh, it will be the synopsis of the film. Okay, first, give me a noun. Any noun. Thank you, Jared. Uh, when Butter Aladdin frees a box from a pillow, he finds oh his, my he finds his <laughs> bugs. <laughs> However, he soon finds that Buggy Jafar has other plans for the box Uh-oh. and for Sergeant Jasmine. But can Aladdin save Princess Jasmine and his millipede for her <laughs> after she sees that he isn't quite what he appears we to be? Need to figure this game out. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun. I thought it was good. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks for being sure, here. Sure, of course. Do you have any plugs? Um, check out Grimy Ghost. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We're Woo! on YouTube. Um, yeah, we got a Patreon. Check us out. Uh, support us. We do VHS found footage, re-edit stuff. Uh, it's lots of fun. Check it out. Excellent. Very cool. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, of course. Man. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Time Thanks for us. being so yeah. long here. Do you have anything cool? Uh, I guess maybe my song will be out by good. the time this. I don't know. YouTube.com slash Dominic Fear. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. All right. Thanks. Oh, and if you like what you're doing, please p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash reasonable beef. Give what you can. Many money gives you access to bonus beef. I'd also like to plug our Discord. The link is in the Twitter. We have a, lo- a really great group there. We talk about movies literally all day long. So if you want to come in and, and uh, uh, do this, that's also fun. What else? There was one more thing. There was one other thing. But I guess you're not. so old. <laughs> Quick, ask for the Nile. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs>